0: As promised, there will be no outrage about Ford Field on this week's episode, and we'd like to thank NBC Universal and the Pacock for making sure that we're men of our word. You're listening to Can't Read, Can't Write. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Can't Read, Can't Write, the podcast that proves Spartans can talk. I'm Mike Jones, joined by... Cock truther Kevin Greck, and not by the coward Alex Plum.
1: <laughs> not at all by the coward Alex Plum. Skipping it this week, listeners.
0: Skipping it. I I wanted to offer my sincerest happiest uh, Pride Month to Alex, and now I've gone.
1: All I have the- is resentment.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now I hate him. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Uh, so Greg, uh, I'm going to need you to hold it down. Uh, yeah,
1: I'm going to have no problem holding it down because Mike Jones wouldn't shut up about his lawn before we hit record (laughs) on this podcast. And I had poured myself a bamboo rum, dark and stormy, and it was delicious. And it's gone now. I'm already going to my reserve beer because this man put lighting in the front yard (laughs) So now it's an Oberan. Oh,
0: an Oberan. I'm on the uh, the Bell's official. Uh, the, hmm. I may be spoiling parts of Twitter questions
1: coming up. So, um, oh, were we, we asked what we're drinking. Probably the people uh, know how to how to ingratiate themselves to yeah. us. That's for sure. Those are uh, good questions.
0: All right. Uh, thank you, of course, everyone for listening. If we could ask a small favor, please share the pod with Spartans in your life, rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get podcasts, and of course, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. At SpartnerSquarePod. square pod. We got to, I'm, I'm just going to delete this from the
1: outline now so that I never say
0: it again. Done.
1: <laughs> Bye Instagram. It's <laughs> over for you. You're set adrift, bud.
0: <laughs> uh, Greg, what do we, what do we get going on this show?
1: Greenwall, There's actually a couple things to talk about, including, uh, how you're going to watch the the Washington game if you're not there in the stands. Uh, there's news on the basketball front as well. News that we were all expecting, but news uh, all the same. Then we're going to go off Grand River. Again, basketball news there that we were all expecting, but news all the same. <laughs> uh, and then, as always, take those Twitter questions. And. It's, where, it's the and... first week. It's the first week of the wanna... June Twitter
0: competition. If uh, if if you happen to be listening and you're like oh, Twitter question competition, I like asking questions. I don't know if I should get involved. Trust me, if you bring in some good questions, we'll 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 rig the scoring so that you can yeah. catch up with everybody else.
1: If we make it. We are transparent with our participants. It is a what have you done for me lately game. So yes. missing a week early on in particular, not a killer. You can not a win.
0: killer. You can come back from it. Uh, but all right, so let's head beyond the green wall, Greg. And uh, I, I think let's just ease into some things that have happened that you know maybe uh, fans either knew about or reacted to or, or didn't know. Um, so I'm going to start with Lionel Rice, uh, athletic trainer on the team, leaving. Uh, this comes after a string of of personnel leaving from uh, you know. A, professional personnel leaving from Michigan state. Mm-hmm. Um, and so some fans may have uh, held their breath for a second and, and clutched the pearls, maybe uh, felt felt uncomfortable, um, particularly since this is the same trainer that uh, Jaden Reed and, and Bryce Berringer took with them to the combine. So you know, clearly well, uh, well yeah. appreciated by the team uh, he's left. And then a couple of days later we find out, He's left for the Utah Jazz. Um, so I think you can fairly say, good for you,
1: right? Yeah. Like I mean... Some people would consider that an upgrade, I suppose. Um, having been to Salt Lake City a yeah. lot and recently... Careful, careful with your words. And having stood next to the owner of the Utah Jazz, uh, I can tell you, probably not. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I
0: think Holly Rowe is on their, uh, their like everyday... And I think Holly Rose a treasure. So mm-hmm. uh, I think she's on their, yeah, their everyday sports cast, whatever. Um, but anyway, so uh, congrats to Lionel. Uh, sincerely, best of luck. And, uh, and so that's, I think that's good news. You want stuff like that happening if you're um, notwithstanding your comments about the Utah Jazz.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, Lionel, Put people you. in the pros.
0: Put people in the pros. Yeah. That's a
1: good thing. Happy for you. Good luck in Salt Lake City. Buddy, don't go too far outside of it. <laughs> stick stick to the SLC. Yep. Um and, and come back often. It's not yep. a terrible flight. Yeah. Uh
0: so uh the next thing we should chat about I, I, I don't know, do do like I don't even know what to say about this. So
1: it's just I, the timing is killer on this.
0: Yeah, so Michigan State wins an award. Unclear who the issuing body is or why they're an issuing body, but a name image and like us award for best institutional program, the jokes write themselves uh, I guess in 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 fairness uh, this is a this is an award for an actual the school. So like normally that's not a thing that the school gets to, you know, the schools don't Mm -hmm. technically participate in name, image, and likeness. So this is about how they, what resources they provide for student athletes to maximize their NIL opportunities. But so stupid.
1: (laughs) I also like the award itself. It looks like something that like a regional sales professional would be given at, at a QBR uh, of some kind, like, Oh Way to hit your number in Q3. We're, we're proud of you.
0: I guarantee you that there's a Sundance uh, Chevrolet auto salesperson who has one of those in their, yes. their home somewhere.
1: Yes, for sure. The, that thing looks so mass-produced and cheaply made. But slightly uh, above a Dundee. Slightly yeah. above a Dundee. Uh, the, the The joke that writes itself is this same week, and I know that these are unrelated things... The MSU is getting the award for its institutional aid on NAL, but just in the same week that United Wholesale Mortgage and MADISPIA cancels their guaranteed program with the football, basketballs, and volleyball team. Uh, So the optics aren't great between these two things. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh it sounds like madish Ishbia was asked to do this by the nba is that a f- i i don't think we know that for sure i think that's just sort I, of what i think no i think like.
0: it was i didn't want to click on uh tony paul's story but i i do i think M Live had it that it was an nba okay an nba thing so
1: correct us listeners if we're wrong on that on twitter um for going going apparently to air with incomplete information. That's a first.
0: <laughs> Never it's, been done before. It's a
1: first year at Can't Read a mm-hmm. right. Uh
0: I like here's the the thing. I, you know it it is a little concerning that Ishbia can't apparently can't give money now. Mm-hmm. That is it, there's a finite number of billionaires in the world. If you've got one of them on your team, you don't really want to lose them. Uh, Yeah. It may also be that, you know, uh, I wonder how much of an ROI he was seeing on, on some of that.
1: I honestly didn't think this made any sense with United Wholesale Mortgage as a public company now. If it was still private, if he still owned it, that's entirely different. But now that he's cashed out, I don't understand how the shareholders ever could have been pleased with something like this. Cause it, the argument is either it works. So you start rolling this out to other universities and other markets that you're interested in, or it doesn't work. And this is our CEO handpicking an institution that he went to. Yeah, And I guess maybe you can make a side argument of like, you know, wholesale mortgage recruits heavily out of MSU and needs, to be needs awareness on campus. I suppose you can make an argument about that, but if you're going to make that argument, then all of a sudden it should be a better start writing checks to other programs in the state that they might recruit heavily from.
0: Yeah, and the the other interesting piece is, I don't know. I'm I'm trying to remember the definition. This would this would at least qualify. So contracts over a certain dollar value um, require reporting to the SEC as a material contract mm-hmm. um, and this may well have I depending on how they structured it if it was a bunch of mini contracts then maybe, maybe they don't um, but I don't know if this also means that this frees up money for Ishbia to give money a little bit more in a targeted way um,
1: I don't know Maybe it it frees up like regular advertising options. You know, if we're making up for the the Caesars, for example, the Caesars ads that are going to be going away. Yeah. um, I don't think we have talked about in that great detail, um, but they're going away. You're no longer going to see JB Smooth up in his Caesars get up on Jumbotron uh, all the time. So we miss you, JB. Yeah. He's coming uh, back. There's going to be another curb uh, coming up, I believe, on on ooh. the Max streaming service. So stupid! <laughs> oh, God.
0: Can we just dedicate this entire podcast to just to just dunking to- on streaming services <laughs> <laughs> and bad branding and like just? I mean, uh, I I don't know. You know, I I think the place that the Ishbia money really hurts. I'll say this is. There were a number of, we talked about this, there were a number of kids that we were able to land who came on as preferred walk-ons. Mm-hmm. And the Ishbia money did matter for that. Yeah. Um, so.
1: It know, also matters in the unsexy roles. You know, anyone can raise money for a wide receiver, whether they accept it and stay here is another thing. But, uh, you know, finding the cash for. Your line. lying you the the guys on the line the The too
0: deep of the line
1: right the the three and a half star trash recruit that you're trying to get to pad things out like those are the things that it's the guaranteed money it's the raising of the floor yep that uh sucks to lose
0: um so i like i don't think i'm not apoplectic about this in any way like it it sucks but it's also fine Um, MSU will, will get its money another way. And, and I hope that this pushes Alan Haller to do a better job of diversifying the engagement with donors that whether that's small and mid-sized donors, um, whether that's channeling efforts towards a collective, like there There ought to be some options here for us to to get the ball rolling, so
1: I mean both things can be true. It can be true that collectives are going to go away as I believe we're led to believe that our administration at the university thinks will happen, although yep. the cat's out of the bag, and I would ask, how many examples are there of cats being put back into bags?
0: Uh, yeah, I think it's maybe more of a question of what's the what's the long term appetite for folks to participate in a collective?
1: Sure. Um, but still they're here now. Yeah. It capitalize. seems worthwhile to capitalize on it. Get that money. Yeah.
0: Um, so the, the other thing is, uh, Mel Tucker was available for, for a while, uh, in front of the media at, shit, I can't remember the name of the camp. It happens every year. Every coach in Michigan goes to this camp. Yep. Bert, Bert also showed up, uh, at this camp. It was a nice picture. <laughs> the three of them <laughs> uh so um did you happen to watch his his uh gaggle with reporters i read the afterwards? i read
1: the highlights of it i have not watched every word from my my man mail uh
0: it, it was interesting him talking about the the changes in the transfer portal um that their their approach this past season and and who they added on i, I don't there's not soundbite that, um, well, I guess he did say something in the effect of, there's some players on this team that fans don't know the names of, that he, he intimated that, like, we're all going to be a little bit surprised, and it, I kind of got the impression that Mel is very comfortable with where his team is right now. Mm. Like, I, I don't know. I mean, there was less of the... Less of the same shit that he always says. It
1: like it was just a different conversation. The, see, this is the thing. Th- this is why I've partially given up on watching Mel Mel press conferences because it is so rote at this point. It yeah. is just the same thing, time and time again. So if maybe he has better. New- Mel Maybe he's Tucker. better
0: just standing around with reporters. Maybe, Maybe that's the thing he needs. It
1: should be a gaggle instead of a podium situation. Yeah. Uh,
0: I don't, I don't know. I'm, I don't want to, I don't want to jump to any conclusions or, or, you know, uh, say that this team is going to be elite. Cause I don't think anyone really believes that just watching the man. He felt very comfortable with where his team was. And Mm. so, which may mean still a not great record, but maybe they're just not a hard out or an easy out. Like, you know, which we would, we would take, right? Like, cause our expectations are the basement right
1: now. What is the, uh, the stat that made the rounds on Twitter uh, in the last couple of weeks that uh, Mel Tucker is, has the highest winning percentage in close games in the big 10 or maybe oh sure actually but-, but he's really good at getting just annihilated at the yeah. same time like yeah has a ton of games where that are just not even competitive in the slightest bit but we knew that about mel like we knew that he's won a lot of tight games he's also lost a few tight games as well yeah it
0: it was it to sort of parlay this too. the the athletic nicole Auerbach and. And I forget the other writer um, on this had a had a profile on Mel after Peyton and Keon left, and it was it it was kind of interesting that you know um, there was some Big Ten coach that um, spoke under anonymity, yeah, but said I think his roster at Colorado had more talent than the roster and he inherited, um, which is kind of telling right like you know uh it is we we've talked I, I, the reason I this is all fascinating to me is I think we've talked at length about raising the floor mm-hmm. and it this feels like a real show me year for that I guess is what I'll say um Correct. and it was interesting to see Mel seemed good with where he was. And I, and I don't know that I've ever felt like I've seen that from him before. I mean, he felt
1: comfortable referring to himself as a horseshit football coach. That's a direct quote. Quote, So it's a very Izzo thing to do uh, when you feel secure in your position and where you're at as a coach to say something like that. Yeah. Um, So I, I mean, I think I, I personally have felt that from him in the past, but I'm glad to hear that you are getting that now. Oh,
0: more the, 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 there was a, there was a a confidence, not a bravado, right? Like it was quiet
1: confidence. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That it was like, we're on track, you know, because that, because we saw even in the, the 11 and two year, the margin was still so thin. Right. They, I mean, injuries, and we saw it last year too. Right, like injuries devastated that team. So, um, I yeah, I just I get the impression that he's he's he feels like he's building the squad that he wants to have, and they they're not there, but like that we don't
1: expect them to be. So, well, it's going to be interesting to watch, and in order to see yeah, the early the early uh, season test of this team, you're either going to have to drag your carcass over to Spartan stadium, or you're going to have to pony up for the Peacock, which currently, as has been pointed out on, on social media, this isn't the only major game that you're going to have to watch on Peacock. There's going to be multiple um, on Peacock. Thank you. Pardon. Pardon. I misspoke. Um, There's going to be multiple basketball games also on the Pacock. So you can get it now. There's a coupon code for a year of the Pacock for $20. Uh, But the idea that this game, one of the premier Big Ten non-conference games at night is going to be played on a streaming service where fans are going to struggle to see it and the general public is simply not going to be aware that it's happening. That's it's very discouraging.
0: So and I'm going to I'm going to double down here on this it, because if if folks for some reason don't know, uh Pekak is owned by NBC Universal. NBC Universal is owned by Comcast. Correct. Comcast is a cable company. Like <laughs> So <laughs> the, <laughs> the, the idea that you dumb fucks are going to take a prime piece of inventory and say, I would like to devalue my primary asset and move it over in favor of cord cutting is just some like galaxy brain nonsense that I uh, uh, I can't. Uh,
1: to give credence, further credence to this. I read, because I don't have anything better to do with my time, an article that showed, uh, that tried to evaluate the cultural cachet of The Office and how much it may or may not have diminished since moving to the Peacock. So as everyone probably listening knows, The Office went off the air over 10 years ago, I believe, and was available on Netflix, which is a much wider uh availability platform and there was data done in text analytics of social media and in search terms for like number of times people are trying to grab like image memes and that kind of stuff and they have they were quantifying the degree to which interest in the office is starting to diminish now it's messy data there's you know old shows kind of wane anyway but there were other uh shows that were referenced like Seinfeld and Friends that have not experienced that diminishing uh of cultural cachet and the only other difference is that they're you know The Office is stuck on the Peacock um and all these other massive shows are still widely available for audience to watch where they want to watch them so yeah. Um, Pecock this... is everyone's
0: least favorite streaming service, and it doesn't help it. I will say, you mentioned the coupon code. If you have a Comcast, if you've got cable TV through Comcast, you have Pecock,
1: <laughs> and the fact that you m- probably don't know that, <laughs> like,
2: Comcast just put. I
0: I I don't know, man. Like this is at some point in time, I I think you just have to say she just doesn't like you, bro,
1: and <laughs> and no one likes you. <laughs> like, I, stop trying to make Pekak a thing. Yes, it's not a thing. It's not a thing. I mean, so, pachaka is a thing, but the streaming <laughs> service is not a thing. I just
0: I, I don't know. It, it, this was uh <laughs> y- you you give up. The November game, the the to Black Friday, Ford Field, supposedly taking one for the team for yeah. for the Big Ten. But when you say you're taking one for the team in the Big Ten, what you're doing is you're taking one for the NBC Universal Comcast family. Yeah. So so sh- it's it's like this wasn't the Big Ten's decision. None of this stuff is ever the league's decision. It is always the TV studio's decision. So if you took one for NBC, I don't know how they fucked you on the Washington game.
1: Yeah, they were like, "Oh, that's so nice of you." Here, we we want to keep you close to the chest, MSU. Oh, not you you soft AF? Yeah, like yeah, great. So of of the network services to get outmaneuvered by that it <laughs> yeah, is NBC true. is brutal. Just devastating.
0: I feel like Alan needs to go and hire one of the writers from 30 Rock because at every turn they just fucked him. Yeah. Uh, and Alan got like I don't know how to spin this other than Alan got played. And yeah. and he needs to give more clarity because it's like we talked about last week, but it, it feels like this and the I'm going to I'm going to just if we weren't scheduling tough marquee non-conference games like you're supposed to yeah this wouldn't have happened yeah like they're not putting this game on pacock in in an attempt to make that a thing if it's richmond it's going on the big 10 network right which is on
1: comcast like (laughs) I, well, every, there's going to be a game every week that's on the peacock one way or another in the Big Ten. So, um, wow, I mean, just <laughs> two weeks in a row with this garbage, just,
0: just getting Pacquiao.
1: Yep, getting uh, the we're taking the full, full, the full array of the peacock. What's, yeah, what's full? What's, the, what's it called is it weird at all that at some point after we were kids, all zoos decided you could just have peacocks walk around the zoo, like we didn't have that when we were kids, but now every zoo I get dragged to for my nieces and nephews for family days, you know I'm deep in the dark and stormy now um. <laughs> They're just like, oh, we're cool. We just have little peacocks. They just walk around. Yeah, they just walk around the whole They're zoo.
0: Exceedingly dumb birds. Yeah.
1: Anyway. exceedingly dumb. Uh, streaming service. So there we
0: are. Run by the worst network. God, cable. All time. right. <laughs> Honestly, we need to make we need to make that a bit for the remainder of the show. We get we got to. Pull all the 30 rock references in just for our anger at the cock.
1: We'll tweet at Donald Glover, see if he'll come on and make some cable town jokes with us. Honestly, that'd be a dream. It'd be <laughs> such a dream. You'd be like, sure. Yeah, yeah, let's go. I got time for that. This is a thing that I would do. <laughs> 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 hey, have you guys and, seen Atlanta? And we'd be like, we're catching up. <laughs> <laughs> I Everyone, do have to finish Atlanta. I, I do have to get up to date with that.
0: Everyone tweeted Donald Glover on our behalf, please. Notably, mm-hmm. famously, not on Twitter. Um, all right. Should we talk some hoops? Because yeah. this is good news. This is good news.
1: Uh, yeah. The two guys that'll be playing some games on the Peacock later today or later this year are back. Uh, AJ Hogard and Jaden Akins have removed themselves from consideration, uh, along with Zach Eady. But we'll, we'll cover that off Grand River. Um, so the team. Has its core back. It's gonna be, it's gonna Everybody be the dudes minus minus that wet hay. It's gonna be dry hay in Breslin Center, and uh, I think we we all expected this, but it is comforting to have it here. You know what I mean? Akins, you were like, do you buy happened? this this argument that certain folks are making online about like he did wait until kind of the last minute? What? this is a argument that I've seen of like, he could have pulled his name out at any time, but he kind of waited till the last minute.
0: But, I, but to what end? Yeah. Like, what does
1: that even mean? Yeah. He doesn't get to go somewhere. Right. It like, doesn't mean anything. There's no, <laughs> like, there's nothing that I'm aware of that you gain by pulling your name out prematurely.
0: I also don't think he pulled his name out at a substantially different time than AJ Hogard. Mm-hmm. So like,
1: it's a bad argument. That's what I'm saying.
0: I, I just don't, I don't understand the argument. I did hear also maybe, so it, this is a bit unrelated, but Jeremy Fears uh, just arrived on campus uh, yesterday. As did all the freshmen. No, the, the other freshmen arrived earlier.
1: Uh, early, well, I meant generally they're all on campus now.
0: Yeah. Uh, uh, Jeremy Fears had some stuff to do with uh, Team USA basketball. um, But... Apparently Illinois fans thought somehow something had changed. Which is like guys, he signed the letter. Like I don't yeah. and also was the
1: biggest recruiter for yeah.
0: it like I don't know. It, How I don't is, know what it is it, it we <sighs>
1: keep coming up against Illinois fans? Weird. Why? I, it
0: feels like they discovered Twitter. Like it, it feels like when, you know, your boomer parents discovered Facebook. Mm. But like they're just as annoying. I don't know. Um, they took it
1: over. They ruined it. They shared a bunch of
0: really racist memes. memes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, it, that's all to say what we thought was going to happen did happen, but it still feels good. Yeah, it's um, And there's a, ro- a lot of reasons to be really optimistic about it next year. Um, I like... I'm curious for you. You're a better uh, basketball historian than I am. Oh yeah. What? Let me just put on my tweed jacket, please. Oh, mm. is that a smoking jacket? Clever. Uh, in, if you could rank your excitement going into a year, yeah. optimism, if you will, for like, could we do it? Yeah. Where are you? where's this team compared to other op? Uh, I mean, this times? is the
1: highest it's been since like Cassius senior year, maybe Valentine senior year before that. Those what are both times.
0: Jaron year.
1: Isn't that also, is that also? It would have Denzel's been Cassius,
0: senior year? Uh, Cassius sophomore year.
1: Yeah. Right. I don't think excitement was as high that year. Yeah, I don't think expectations were as high. Okay, as those years that we have established teams that have proven that they can can do it. Um, yeah. So,
0: but even those other years that you're citing, did you have the same injection of youth talent that we're getting in this year?
1: So would, man, I, I'm proven to be a really good historian right now. Would the class of Bridges Jackson? Jackson wasn't in that class. He was in the following class.
0: Yeah, that's why I was saying, yeah, the Jackson year was so that would have was, been Miles' sophomore year.
1: Okay, so it was Bridges, Cassius, uh, Tillman, and uh, Langford. Uh, his name, yeah, Josh Langford. God, he was here forever. <laughs> yes, he was. It's hard to remember him as a freshman because he came in as a forty-year-old man. <laughs> This old man game. <laughs> the,
0: his game was so old that it was developed uh before the uh the three-point line came to
1: exist. Yeah. And I know this
0: because he refused to step behind it.
1: <laughs> he, he raged. Raged against the dying of the old ways. Um I, I would say that those are the the Cassius Senior year year and the and the uh Valentine's year year, those are the ones. Yeah. the ones that got
0: away uh and so do you have do you feel that same level of optimism coming into it's this interesting next year?
1: that you asked about the the classes that year i don't think the classes had any of the same heat as this year's class this is the most exciting class since the cassius class let's call it the cassius class so that we can not vomit in our mouths <laughs> yeah. as we talk about it um I'm not sure it's the same level of excitement because that one had also two McDonald's All Americans. Yeah. But I think it was still generally considered to be higher than this year's class.
0: Well But he I don't who sh- know about Shall that. Not Be Named was I mean it had incredible athleticism, right? Yeah. And then
1: But the knock on that class is that Josh Jackson wasn't pulled. And this class doesn't really have a knock. There's not one that got away in this class. Not sure. to the same degree.
0: Um, and wasn't the least heralded player? Well, I guess Tillman was the least heralded player from that class. Uh, Ward. Oh, Ward. Yeah, I said Tillman. Yeah, yeah no, it was not, Ward. Not yeah. Tillman.
1: Ward. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, Tillman would have shown up the next year with, yeah, with, with, with Jaron Jackson. Correct. Yeah. God, that was great.
0: Anyway, I don't... uh, All to say, like... Watching MSU fans and some, like, adjacent detractors who are going to complain about the minute distro.
1: Okay. Which is, in fairness, it's an exercise that we've done at times on this podcast. Oh, yeah.
0: But, like, I don't know. We've also said, uh, like last year the minutes were pretty great and you just mm-hmm. added more talent. So you're, of course you're going to have to play it, but like, I don't know that you run the entire thing back as it existed last year, that that means you're getting an Addy, right? Like you need new things. So I, I I'll take the added talent with the minutes problem is I guess what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I, I guess this is the, I think since we've been doing the podcast, the most excited I've maybe been.
1: Well, wow! No, no it's really coming through right now in your in your tone and your manner of speech. Well, no, because we
0: had we did I'm do tingling the tingling over. Here. We did the Cassius here. We had the Cassius here. The Cassius yep. senior year. So, um, anyway, uh, should we do off Grand River? Let's go talk about other people coming back. Uh,
1: yeah. Speaking of coming back, speaking of minutes problems, uh, there's, there's someone that's going to get forty of them in every game. Zach Eady is coming back to Purdue, rolling it back out again. Uh, apparently losing to a 16 seed leaves a bad taste. <laughs> I,
0: I wonder also if he just was like, no one, no one said
1: hi. I don't know how you don't say hi to Zach Eady. I'm with you. I think the NBA is overthinking it. I, th- I like a team has got to take a chance on a dude that doesn't even need to jump to dunk like like he looks sad at-
0: when he makes buckets because it looks sort of pathetic yeah like
1: it looks like me dunking on a little tykes like uh, little tykes hoop and then trying to be proud of it trying to be like <laughs> everyone look <laughs> at me for what i can do and it's like That's what right. do you mean you you don't even have to jump to dunk on that hoop what are you even <laughs> talking about Celebrate me. And I'm like, but I did it, you guys. I dunked the ball. Uh, like,
0: We're
1: going to go somewhere else, okay? <laughs> Thanks, Lee. Uh,
0: So Edie's back. That does make Purdue a problem. I think that's fair to say.
1: You just need to get a 16 seed in the conference. It's like It's like when you have a boa constrictor. You need to go get a ferret or whatever. What's the thing that... What's the thing that kills? It's the mammal. Uh, Thanks. Uh, uh, we just need to go. Mongoose. For, Mongoose. Mongoose. Thank you. We just need to go get a small college. Like. We just need no one
0: knew it existed. It
1: didn't. It, it, from Jersey. Yeah. And it yeah. didn't even actually qualify. A for a second. The <laughs> we
0: have one of those.
1: <laughs> Zing. <laughs>
0: also, uh, <laughs> Ben Johnson. Uh, is it Ben Johnson? Who's the coach at Minnesota?
1: All I remember is that he was mic'd up, but that sounds right.
0: Uh, I mean, th- they were so historically bad that it feels like they should have knocked Purdue off. But anyway, um, the more interesting stuff that's happening is expansion talk is heating up again. Um for the Big Ten, yes, it is. The, the big news is that the AAU introduced a whole bunch of new
1: member schools. Um. So the the why that's relevant is yes. on paper, it's a requirement of the Big Ten for all of its member schools to be in the AAU because remember, everyone, right? That this is an athletic. <laughs> an academic conference it's both so uh and, and in fact the uh, university of chicago is an, is a member of the big 10 as an uh, as an ac- academic institution so um it's always been a requirement and indeed when the big 10 added uh nebraska they were for a time an aau member now they're not again now they're the only member of the big 10 that is not But uh, this year, the AAU has just announced additional membership from several institutions, including Miami and including Notre Dame, which is interesting because if you've read the book that I have uh, that I have mentioned many times on this podcast, um, fear and what is it? Oh, arrogance and scheming in the Big Ten. It's all about how MSU joins um joins the conference and the role that Notre Dame and other uh players had in aiding MSU in that, and how U of M uh stonewalled it for so long. One of the reasons why uh Notre Dame was stopped from joining for decades was this not only this perceived uh issue with uh you know them being a Catholic school and there being issues uh, uh you know with that but like that that they academically didn't fit because they weren't a research institution they were an established know, teaching
0: school to teaching a degree yeah. yeah
1: um and this does not weigh with that to a degree to, to the degree that it actually matters that there are those types of cultural you know ideas anymore um so do you buy jonesy that this potentially There's not a requirement from the Big Ten that any additional members need to be AAU members. Or maybe there is technically, but you can get a waiver for it. So it doesn't really matter. Um, But uh, do you buy that that means that additions of ACC teams to the Big Ten are imminent in any way? And by imminent, I mean the next three, five years, something like that. Yeah, so
0: the... Uh, the other compounding factor that's worth mentioning is the ACC seems to be imploding. Um, the, uh, I, I think the schools are voting on or have voted on their ability to get out of their own grant of rights contract.
1: Which explain grant of rights for those that aren't familiar, that aren't following the five or six, uh, Twitter accounts that are dedicated to this kind of content.
0: Yeah. So, talk about a weird fucking lawyer to be. Uh, <laughs> so, um, a, a grant of rights is, is, is essentially a a. Um, it is what it, it, it's named. You are granting the rights to broadcast. The your
1: institutions are granting their the rights to broadcast their
0: stuff. Universe. Yep. To it, it goes sort of through two levels, right? Like it, it goes up to the ACC or the big 10 or the SEC, whomever. And then that is negotiated out to, um, they consolidate all of those rights together that ties the conference together. Mm -hmm. And then you sign a a TV deal from there. Um, in the grant of rights deal, um, the duration of the grant of rights, um, is, is particularly important because, um, the ACC's is forever. um, I think 2036.
1: 36 is the, is the number, yes.
0: Yeah, so so they're actively thwarting themselves. To they put all... that
1: in context, again, yeah. for people that don't follow this, the Big Ten will renegotiate its current contract before the, the, ACC. the new, I should say the new contract that it hasn't even started yet before the ACC will get all the way through its current contract in 2036. The
0: level of stupid you have to be to sign. Anyway, it's... I don't know how that many lawyers failed.
1: We're like, Hey, don't do this. And institutions <laughs> that teach lawyers. <laughs> yes. Like really good law schools too. <laughs> like, it's easy to dunk on the ACC, but there's a lot of really good schools yeah. in that conference. Do <laughs> you think so, they could have just gone to the Duke law school and just been like, Hey guys, do, does anyone here think that this is a good idea? <laughs> Or Miami or NC, like I mean,
0: so many. Oh. Anyway, um, thing is, it's not even a legal risk; it's just a business risk, and you're there's, You're seeing it play out right out now, right? Like, you you signed up too long. You you know it's um,
1: and the, and the penalty for breaking the grant of rights is reportedly on paper very severe, right? Yes, in the order of like on a per institution basis maybe even up to like 500 million dollars in damages
0: yes uh which i mean makes sense it, it, because i don't know that that conference can really afford to lose some of its members mm-hmm. like um but anyway the, the to go back to your question do i buy it i i don't know it like we didn't ever I don't think we ever heard from the Big 10 that they were really ever done. And
1: no, I think we've heard explicitly from the Big 10 that they are not done in our court. That, that they're not evaluating or something yeah. like that.
0: And it seems uh the new commissioner seems to have heated that up a bit. Um an acquisition of Notre Dame for a variety of reasons has always made sense and 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 people look to it. Uh, notably, um, they've been getting pecocked the longest of all of us. So they would feel (laughs) right at home. Uh, but.
1: We should call uh, them and feel and ask them like, Hey, how does it feel to be pecocked?
0: And honestly, you know, it probably makes their transition a little bit easier now that NBC is a a TV partner. Mm -hmm. Um, but the, the remainder of the ACC, I don't know, Like. There, there are a lot of good schools in the ACC, you know, you and I were chatting a little bit before we recorded about Miami and that there's, there's some folks who are pointing out, you know, known facts, the the biggest knock against Miami is its size. I think it's 19,000 students, um, in comparison to most other big 10 schools, not named Northwestern. That is a small school, um, However, the, the other knock would be their stadium, their football stadium, but that is slated to be changed. And it was at least publicly stated that it's being changed, that a new stadium will be built. Um, Miami presents an undeniably great brand. You, You don't have to like Miami, but you, if you don't like Miami, it probably actually is an affirmation that it's a good brand. You have an opinion on it. Yeah. Um, they are in a major TV market to the extent that that still matters.
1: Which I think is diminishing.
0: But it, it can't not matter. Correct. Um, and, hey, you know, is, you, you, if, if you were going to complain, as you mm-hmm. did last week about Penn State getting to go to Metro Detroit and the recruiting advantages of that, you yeah. can't tell me that the Big Ten is not interested in putting a flag in Florida.
1: Yeah, to have it, all of its teams rotate through that state.
0: Yeah, uh, so... It's the
1: same reason why the Big Ten might have interest in, say, a Georgia Tech, for example.
0: Yeah, I think that's a lesser good from a brand perspective acquisition. Correct. But for sure, it, it, that's not wrong. I mean, so, you know, uh, I don't know. Uh, I, I would not be surprised for if, if we're going to pick up two socal schools then like why wouldn't we pick up a florida school who cares yeah. it's the same time zone <laughs> like yeah in some ways that would have been a better acquisition in the first instance for sure
1: for sure picking up miami and florida state you're like yeah okay that's fine would you do both or would you just make one pick one
0: is notre dame available
1: i think notre Dame remains just the crux in all of this so like
0: i, I think you're picking up two schools like you would ideally continue to do things in pairs. Mm -hmm. And so if you told me that the pairing was, uh, someone plus Notre Dame, then I'm less interested in Florida state for some reason. I don't have a good, I don't have a good reason for that. I just less interested. I'd be more interested in Miami,
1: but You're just now talking about like your spring break locations. Like I've never been to Miami. Is it Miami?
0: Though. I mean, now that I think about it though, there is a lot of Florida state. I know. I know. (laughs) I was so poor, man. Uh, The um, Florida state is probably a better fit for a variety of reasons.
1: It's a land grant institution. It's one of the, public state institutions it's much larger it's won a national football championship recently ish
2: um name still is a
0: little weird but it's fine yeah
1: that might change if you come to the big 10 there might be a reason why florida state people don't want to join the big 10 so you you choose one of those two um notre dame of course does north carolina when it comes down to it, I'm interested in this because big 10 people assume that North Carolina would would choose the big 10 and sec people just assume that North Carolina would choose the sec. Ooh. Do you think that we are just being too proud about all of this and of, that the, that North Carolina would even consider the sec?
0: Do I think they would consider the sec? Well,
1: do you think, do you think the, there's a, do you, how likely do you think it is that, that North Carolina ends up in the SEC. Because let's be honest, if North Carolina becomes available, the Big Ten is going to extend an offer for them.
0: Yeah, that's interesting, because I, uh, I think if, I'm, if I cared about North Carolina, and I don't, but like mm-hmm. if I did, they seem to have a rivalry with Duke that is the appropriate level of toxic. <laughs> um, and so I would, I would genuinely be heartbroken like, that's that. the right, like, you want to destroy Duke every year. You celebrate yeah. ending that clown's career, but, like, you want to keep beating up on him, right? Like, that's the relationship you have, and and so, um, I don't know. I, I think I would have a hard time, but I don't know that the SEC would let Duke in either.
1: The SEC, neither the Big Ten nor the SEC are taking Duke. I don't think.
0: Which is, I mean, so because
1: it's, it's football, you need to have some proper degree of football, and Carolina doesn't have a ton of football, but it has more than Duke.
0: I mean, they've got uh, Mac Mac Brown, right? So that's that's at least a you hired a name. Um, I I don't know. I I would. I take NC. Yeah.
2: What do you think about? Virginia, Clemson, and Georgia Tech. Pass, pass. Everyone needs a Rutger. That's the
1: interesting thing about Georgia Tech is like the the you're not threatening potential is there that there could be a lot of upside. Yeah, but at the same time. Yeah, no one's scared of you, that's for sure, in any way. And no one's really excited about you, either.
0: And, and here's my thing about Clemson, though, as just an aside. It, I
1: also don't think they're a cultural fit. I think Clemson, I think North Carolina belongs in the Big Ten, and I think Clemson belongs in the SEC. Correct. Clemson's problem is that the SEC already has SC. So? that's how some of these people are going to look at this.
0: I mean, one of those gets you a is a better brand. And it's not SC.
1: And that's the I I think I would take Clemson of of the two. I'm with you on that.
0: Oh, so I would actually if it was the Big 10, I would take SC and not Clemson. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: Why is that? I uh You want uh, put, you want to hope that the the Gamecocks take all the Peacock uh games yeah, and
0: and They can j- just take all the cock. And uh, <laughs> but no, for me, it's the uh, Clemson doesn't feel
2: like. What's a. Um,
0: they feel like Ohio State, but somehow. The moral uh the morality of the SEC, oh, right? Okay. Like, like, I just don't think they fit in the Big Ten, like I'm not bothered by their spend, like, but it's that Dabo's a piece of shit. Their AD's a piece of shit. Like I, they, I do.
1: I was about to ask how much of this is that like, Dabo is the public face that now we kind of just know associated with Clemson, and he's kind of a goober.
0: I think he's a piece of shit. But the, yeah, I don't. I don't know. This is this is gonna be fascinating. I I I think there's a handful of schools. I, if there are opportunities for the Big Ten, then I would encourage them to choose wisely about who they want to align their identity with. And, and that's kind of where I would land on it.
1: So the other ACC schools that we haven't mentioned so far, Pitt. Syracuse, Pitt, Louisville, BC, Virginia Bass, Bass, Tech. Bass. Um, we haven't really talked about Virginia at length, but I think they're still in play. Um, who am I missing? NC State, Wake Forest.
0: Do you think the Big East makes a, a resurgence? No.
1: I mean, some of these schools are going to get left in the dust, right? I mean, th- this is where we probably should go next is what what does happen to a conference like this? Because in conference realignment news, there's a lot there's a lot of smoke about Colorado picking up its bags and going back to the Big Twelve. Which, the Big 12, which, which conference is more dead in the water right now? The PAC or the Big 12?
0: Isn't, I think the PAC's having a hard time getting anyone to buy their TV deal. Like, I mean, so maybe
1: it is the PAC? So I know someone high up in the administration at Eastern, and I was talking to them, a while ago, this is a long time. I don't know if their ideas have changed, but we were, they were talking about the, how difficult it is given that the state is losing population to attract people to the, the institution. And we were talking about the way that the different directionals are, the different Mac directionals are, are handling this. And they, we were talking about Western and it's not really fair because Western has striker in the striker family and they have a, a big, Donor. But Western's approach is we're going to go add the worst law school in the US because it's a law school. We're going to create a medical school and start at the very bottom because it's a medical school. And the other institutions are sort of doubling down on other elements of their identity. But Western is going full like we're going to, we're going to, what the Big Ten guys are doing, we're doing that. And we're we're be a moving big school. in that direction. Yeah, yeah. And it seems like the Big Twelve is taking that Western approach of like we're an athletic conference. We're going to go get other teams. We're going to get the teams that we can get, and the Pac is playing this game of like we have an identity as the as the Pacific Conference, and we are we are. we, <laughs> Is there something to be said about the Big Twelve? Making moves when moves need to be made. Is there something to be said about that?
0: The, yeah, because also there are conferences that could be left holding the bag, right? Yeah. And the reality is, is that for you to maximize your revenue, you need to have inventory to sell. Yeah. And this provides inventory. And, you know, I don't know that it really, really matters but in the in the zeitgeist, you have a coach yeah, prime. that that's particularly interesting and has managed to market himself because he has his whole he had a documentary right like people bought that so I I don't know I, like I don't think it's stupid if if I'm if I'm the Big Twelve I would rather be the Big Twelve than the Pac Pac Twelve or Pac however many schools are left
1: yeah pack seven or whatever it is jesus um my my problem with that is neon dion's going to be gone in three years whether he's imploded and he's been fired or whether it worked and he's moved on Wait. to clemson or whatever because Dado's off it to Alabama. make this all circle back to
0: 30 rock though the reality <laughs> is, is the tv people are stupid
1: technology is cyclical is and
0: the and like if they if they're gonna pay more because neon Dion is there, then let them pay more. Like yeah. that's
1: that's the move you make. So uh, I guess the ultimate question is: If you're Colorado and you're currently in the pack, do you make the jump to the Big Twelve? And if Colorado so, jumps and you're Washington and Oregon, what do you do?
0: Yeah. So this is where I think the Big Ten potentially messed up.
1: By not taking, by not just finishing off the pack when it had the chance.
0: Yeah, like really Mortal Kombat style, finish him right. Like, should have just taken everything that anyone cared about. Old
1: Yeller, that thing.
0: (laughs) John Wick, the dog. Uh, But the, yeah, I, um, I don't know, I, 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 because that does put them in a precarious position, and then you're potentially operating with a full Big Ten? Like, I don't know what that means, but full? Um, And so you want them going to the Big 12? Like, is that what you want? If you're, if, it, and like, I also, Kevin, like, here's the other question. We talk about this, and, and you and I talk about it from the a bit of the lens of, if you're the Big Ten, right? Like, yeah but
1: I'm not sure what the game we're playing is
0: <laughs> right, right now. Like, it
1: seems to be stake your claim on as many big brands as you possibly can like, while keeping it at a reasonable number. <laughs> but so, all right. So
0: uh, when we added Rutger in Maryland and I think Nebraska also got this deal, they had to take, uh, they took cuts on their, their TV payouts. Yeah. They don't make the same as everybody else,
1: but that's a temporary deal. That
0: does expire. Sure, but hear me out. As as a man who's met his wife's
1: boyfriend, like <laughs> I'm glad this bit this bit is going to be the next bit that stays for.
0: What like you had an opportunity to make people beg. Yeah, you could have. You could have ended the Pac-12 if you really wanted to,
1: and people did beg. Mizzou begged mizzou was thirsty back in the day well so
0: like i I don't understand what we're doing here then that this this was an opportunity so it it, i go back to what's the game we're playing and Mm -hmm. if it's just collecting brands sure but is it also is it collecting the money then because if the the answer is yes Mm -hmm. then you want to kill other conferences because those the schools that have brands that are worth saving will need to come to you and you can They're, maximize your revenue only
1: so much TV money that's another thing it's not only just that there's so many brands there's also so much TV money and so yeah. much TV time well i mean you're me grabbing yeah
2: yes
0: there's there's a right there's on, there's a pie of TV money Mm-hmm. And it's been clear, like ESPN has made it
1: clear, they're not willing to pay a certain amount of money, right? Um, yeah, they're basically all in on the SEC, and they're not willing to renegotiate the ACC contract, and they're not interested in in what the pack's selling right now. And and we we also know that
0: the there is limited inventory, right? Yep. Like otherwise, the Big Ten network would not exist, right? So. The fact of the matter is, is that this is an opportunity if you're the Big Ten, and all of this is up, is happening anyway, that if you can kill conferences, truly, you don't matter anymore. Yeah. Then the schools that have a brand that remains strong enough that you would actually, it would add value to your portfolio, then you could do what your wife does and make them beg. Thank you for... For putting it in terms that I understand like and and you can get it at a discount, like I mean it, it's not pleasant, but that's why again, I don't like the game we're playing,
1: yeah, and I think that's the I think
0: that's the game we're playing,
1: but you should have taken Washington and Oregon is what you should have done, or just Washington. I can see the argument for just Washington anyway, well, that
0: certainly means that you could have done that to Oregon because they would have desperately needed to come to someone who mattered
1: that's true um. Anyway, I, this is all fascinating conversation. went on way I'm longer s- than intended. So sorry to everyone that had to listen to our rambling. If something happens with Colorado, we'll talk about it in greater detail. But anyway, should we do? should we should we kick off the first uh, the first week of the Twitter competition the Michael Jones?
0: Yeah, I think uh, we got a loaded slate and some graphics that were in.: And some
1: graphics.
0: So thank you, I to you were everyone say, and graphic rants.
1: <laughs>
0: Do I have? That's actually a really good oh, man. What Tyrone? I gotta grab hit. Killing me, people, killing me.
1: I don't even know what you're talking about. We're kicking off. All right. First off, well, this is tough, Jonesy. You've got to pay attention to this. First off, it's right. part 18770. Is Kelly green the worst MSU green? I vote yes on this. A big agree. The rebrand, the Nike rebrand of the mid-aughts or late-aughts or whatever it was when we consolidated on a darker green, one of the best things, honestly, that has happened (laughs) for the university. Stephen Mm -hmm. Berry's going out of business, also a big help with branding.
0: (laughs) Yeah, the. Do you think they just avoided the licensing office by changing the color ever so slightly?
1: Yeah, um. Yeah. Yes, I, I, I am with you on this one, Spartan eighteen seven seventy. I also really like that we've kind of moved away from the S and kind of fully embraced the helm. I think that was a overdue move that the university should have done a long time ago um next up uh from Spartan nathan had antonio won the 2011 big 10 championship would ohio state have made a run for him as coach uh i think they had urban and it was yeah. easy and maybe if they didn't have urban they would have considered it um but i don't i i'm thinking back to that time and it's not something maybe we were foolish but i don't remember it being something that we were particularly worried about when it was happening
0: yeah i i think we were always worried about it was
1: texas right i mean that was always the the worry yeah i mean there were worries that happened every once in a while uh but ohio state when those were available it was never really a concern uh, and then finally for Spartan 18770, who gives an F what beer anyone drinks? Is this too woke? <laughs> uh,
0: yes, that, that is too woke for me. I can't handle that.
1: I'm, it, yeah, it, it's, you, you're killing us. You're, it, Spartan 18770 with his, with his woke agenda out here, not caring about what <laughs> beers what people are drinking
0: what another person does. Uh, Such a shame. Um,
1: First from Joe Ashworth, for those of us who came late to the pod, how did the three of you meet at MSU? Kevin,
0: um, uh, (sighs) I'll I'll share the plum story, but I'll let you share the other stories.
1: Yeah. Go ahead. Share your plum story.
0: Oh, I well, I think if, you know, I feel like Plum and I have talked about this recently. So Plum and I actually met before college. Um, he and I both uh, attended a, uh, a a weird camp called Boys State um, that <laughs> Apple TV actually has a really great uh, uh, documentary on, but um, it's the Texas version. Anyway, uh, you pretend like you're running a little government. It's also run by the American Legion. So there's weird elements of patriotism and, and militarism that or militarism rather it's bizarre but uh plum and i met there and um uh, were actually technically um sort of uh, he was the senate minority leader i was the majority leader i don't know it doesn't really matter but we were technically opponents in some capacity and became fast friends um and then the you next were
1: adversaries year- that that generated respect for one another
0: Yeah, it is absolutely antithetical to whatever the shitbox we've got going on right now is. But uh, thanks, Joe, by the way, Um, the uh, Plum and I uh, then became counselors because you do this between your junior and senior years of high school. uh, And then he and I became counselors the following year uh, between senior uh, year of high school and, and our freshman year of college. And both were going to Madison at Michigan State. And so Plum got a real taste for
1: this power. And he was like, I will be an RA someday. Let's mm-hmm. keep this thing rolling. Mm-hmm. People and will have to look up to me. I and I an said this is an opportunity to drink. <laughs> yeah. Uh
0: and it's and and I think we don't say enough how much it's defined the entirety of the remainder of Alex Plum's life. So um So anyway, that's how Plum and I met. Uh, Greg, what's the rest? I met Plum through
1: you over at uh, at the uh, at the uh, case hall, and
0: uh, just at a party or randomly. I
1: I think dorm party. I met Plum at the first time at the Mm. case hall. Yeah, Um, that sounds right to me. And you were over there too. I was. I was. Next up from Joe Ashworth. It's summer now, uh, which can only mean <laughs> one thing. What are your favorite Yacht Rock classics, Joe? My man. I love this question. This might be an instant win for me.
0: I don't, I don't even know that I can accurately define what Yacht Rock is, so please. Yacht Rock
1: is smooth listening from the 70s and 80s. Uh, I love me some Loggins. I love me some Doobie Brothers. But my all-time favorite yacht rock song, and I will take it t- to the, my grave that this is a yacht rock song that it that it qualifies, is "Human Nature" by Michael Jackson, off of Thriller.
0: I'm glad I participated in this. Um...
1: <laughs> I can't help it that you're boring, dude. That wasn't at my bachelor party in Miami because when we were on the boat, we were playing yacht rock the whole time. So if you had been there. You would understand this joke from Joe, but it's not a joke, no. it's a lifestyle. I was too poor. I was in law school or had Rosanna just graduated. Yeah. Rosanna? Yeah. All right, all right, all right,
3: all right, all right, all right. Okay.
1: Yeah. Okay. All of those easy listening, maybe sometimes nautically themed songs. Uh Christopher Cross is maybe like the Yacht Rockiest of the Yacht Rockers. Um he he's got sailing. <laughs> uh but that wouldn't be my favorite. Human nature is my favorite.
0: Where's where's the uh uh what's the full title of the Edmund Fitzgerald? Uh where's that
1: fall on Yacht Rock? The wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. I think that's an anti-Yacht rock song. <laughs> There's also a great little web series from way back in the day called Yacht Rock that you should look up on YouTube and watch uh next up from mike jones or from joe ashworth finally for yes africa toto africa all right that's my marker. um finally from joe ashworth i recently played a collaborative multiplayer game called overcooked in which you prepare cook and serve food on a timer it gave me stress dreams about cooking burgers what are your stress dreams like these days not that pleasant I've had a stress dream about actually cooking burgers. When I worked at Wendy's in college, I thought the window by my bed one, one night was the, the, the takeout window. And I was getting stressed about the cars outside it that I had to like serve. Um, this is real. This happened to me one time. Um, stress dreams for you recently as a father, uh, anything?
0: <laughs> I don't know that I get stress dreams. Um... I don't. Yeah, I honestly, I I feel bad. I wish I had a better answer. I don't. I don't think I get them.
1: Have you heard of this game, Overcooked? It's not just. It's available on like all platforms. It's a relationship ruiner. You should try it. Uh, next up from Mike Jones, listener Mike Jones. If Mr. Jones, we got a lot of Joneses going on here. Uh, Mm -hmm. give me some lawn tips. The damn dog keeps killing all my grass. Mike, sorry to hear that.
0: Uh, I assume that's because your dog is peeing on it. Uh, If it's digging, then the problem is not your grass, it's your dog. Um, But if it's peeing on it, then I would do a few things. Uh, One, you just got to reseed over the top of it. Uh, Make sure you clear it all out. And I would start overseeding your lawn every fall with uh, a tall fescue because it's a little bit more resistant to um, dog urine than uh, a Kentucky blue. So that'd be my two cents.
1: I can't believe that you had an answer to this. And I absolutely can believe, I'm not at all surprised that you had- I Googled it before. An answer to this. (laughs) Next up from Mr. Mike Jones, if Ishbia can't support MSU with NIL money, Will he start supporting this pod? People want to know, Matt Ispia.
0: Matt, here's the thing. Money laundering 101. Mm -hmm. You pay us. We talk a lot about United Wholesale Mortgage. We then contribute NIL funds to players to come on to said podcast and be guests. Yep. Um it is a win-win-win. Uh you are just going to have to take a 50% haircut on all of your funds for us doing the administrative work on this.
1: Correct. Yeah, there is there is a lot of administrative work. So we are going to have to take a, a little bit off the top for that. It, it's a it's a industry standard markup. So Yep,
0: I promise and your shareholders will understand.
1: Yep. Uh and finally from Mike Jones, uh, what are we drinking this week? When should I drop off more booze to influence the rankings? It the the answer is we are not too proud to Yesterday. for that to happen immediately. <laughs> uh I had a mumboo rum uh dark and stormy earlier. Not that uh Spartan 18770 cares, um, but it was delicious. Um Jonesy, anything uh oh, you had the the bells official?
0: Yeah, and I'm now having a Topo Chico. Uh, but uh, Mike Jones, I am out of your supply, your delicious supply. And you've been sending, it sounds like really great things to Kevin and Alex. So, yeah. yeah. Uh,
1: you see how this works, Matt Ishbia? It's effective. Uh, <laughs> next up, Elon Bloom. Uh, what comes first? What comes first? High level recruits or winning? Chicken and I, egg? Uh,
0: well, I mean, how high a level? I think it's the question though. Actually it's now hard to say because we also did win with Kenneth Walker. Yeah. Do do you think, do you think Tucker lands that 22 class? No, no, no. All
1: three of them right now.
0: No, no, no. The 22 class, the, like the one with Dylan Tatum. Oh, do you think that one?
1: Do you think he lands that if not for Kenneth Walker? Yeah. Yeah. If, if Kenneth Walker doesn't exist, and does that class not still an eleven-year, eleven-win season if it's an eight-win season instead, or something like that. Yeah, he,
0: or he's still selling a dream, right? Like, yeah. Do you think he lands that class? I
1: think he still does, actually, or something so
0: similar I, to it. So then it's then it's the recruits that come first, because he recruited that class off of. Did we win two games, three. the COVID year? three, I think, three games. I, I
1: think year.
2: it was three.
0: I I don't know that you can say that you won any if you lost to Rutgers, but, um, yeah. So,
1: remember the Rocky Lombardi. Remember? Yeah. Oh, I remember. Got got that hair. Uh, next from Elon Bloom: Will Akins or Hogard play in the league after this year? I suspect Akins is gone. Akins is gone, and Hogard's probably gone too. I guess he could use a fifth year COVID year, but I'm I'm guessing he also leaves as a senior.
0: Yeah. It it probably also will just be time for him to move on. Yeah. Um uh, I, I next up, I okay.
1: think this is the the last year for both of them.
0: Yeah. And and
1: that's that's good.
0: That's not a bad thing. Um next from Elin Bloom, will Joey go to
1: Europe or play in the G League?
2: I who's to say Joey doesn't get a shot in the NBA?
1: Yeah, his brother's got a shot. His brother's you know not playing anymore, but he he was playing. <laughs> for a time um
0: i i don't know it well it depends on what his three-point numbers are yeah i mean if he's shooting 40 percent, then i think they probably have him play in the g league and he'll, give it two-way
1: i mean he'll have this option i would go to europe though if i were him
0: personally interesting
1: yeah Unless you think you can get that two way, unless you, you're pretty sure it's coming, which I don't know how they work right now. I don't, I don't know how many guys are signing those contracts. It's three per team or two per team right now. That sounds right. And some of the second round picks are going to take some of those spots because we're not expecting Joey to get drafted. So there's already guys taking those spots. Plus some of the new guys are going to take those spots. I think you just go to Europe, Joe. The, the league will find you if they need to. Yes. Don't you worry, your sweethead. The the smell of wet Eve hay. And Bloom, not Joe. Wafts. I'm oh, talking directly to him now. Okay. To Joey. The smell of that wet hay. It wafts over the Atlantic. And
0: it's such a sweet, sweet scent.
1: The GMs will smell it if it's there. Mm. Uh, next up for Miel and Bloom, and finally, uh, was the question that I just read. Um, I'm doing a great thing. Uh, i'm doing a great job uh carl you do too much bro asks please just discuss the existence of steve dense deece deece d-e-a-c-e D-K? who knows uh need plummet is cadius and most venomous if this needs to be posed as a question why does the ostensible bastion of liberalism like u of m have so many reactionary weirdos in and among its fans with large public platforms. I have no idea who this person is. I assume there's some kind of U of M media personality. I do not know who this person is. Do you have any idea who this person is?
0: No, other than someone with the same name, Carl, uh, also works for Blaze, uh, the Glenn
1: The Glenn Beck. Beck. Yeah, yeah, the Glenn Beck platform. From um, when he got fired from Fox.
0: I did see the replies. Apparently Steve is an MSU uh, grad though.
1: This isn't what you want.
0: Mm -mm. Uh, But you know, is, is one of those U of M grads who or MSU grads who uh, uh, is a U of M fan. So they're not really a Spartan. No, no.
1: Um, Is, is Judas a Spartan? Is Benedict Arnold a Spartan? Uh, Mm. No, Mm. no. Uh, in the Mormon Church, when Jesus came to the United States, did any of the disciples like Jesus? That's, also, kind of how in? that works. Uh, I wasn't sure. I was just checking.
0: Next time, you, next next team meeting. Yeah, dial <laughs> in and ask. Talk
1: way too much Utah stuff this week. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the next up. Next up from Tyrone Couch. Number one, Wisconsin flew me to D.C. to work on testing and booked me on um, American Airlines. Yes, the credit card story is true. Yes, it was pathetic. No, I did, did not apply. I always fly Delta because I am a snob. Is it snobby to fly Delta? Plum, Plum does. Okay. So, yes, it is. As I was leaving the Wisconsin meetings, I dropped to go green. So, I deserved a Hardee's. <laughs> Of the sky. So I deserve the Hardies of the sky, American Airlines.
0: <laughs> uh, is that Carl's Jr. if you cross the Mississippi? Yeah. 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 Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Someone gets you, out there and switches the logo off the you, tail.
1: Yeah. As soon as it crosses over the Mississippi, like the Hardee's the of the skies logo just flops off and it, you see carls jr of the skies underneath uh uh,
0: that's great uh i'm and i'm uh, tyrone i i want to say thank you for affirming my story that it was real (laughs) it was very sad um next up uh (laughs) that i don't know if i can say this word i need to confirm that it's not offensive
1: (laughs) oh come on oh too woke that get that ruined my oh, apparently Git Michigan... passes our editorial standards. Okay, there we go. That
0: GitHub that <laughs> ruined my Michigan Panthers first pick this year had a stupid play that took away a game winning score for the playoffs. Or just a one yard pickup. Don't care. He can F off with Christie. Unrelated. Actors Donald Glover and Danny Glover are not related. Now you know. <laughs> I was confused.
1: Thank you. I mean, they're two black men with the name Glover. How is it that they can't be related?
0: Uh,
1: All right, do the rant of the week.
0: Rant of the week, which I'm not sure this is actually our rant of the week, but it's one I pulled from his timeline. Rant of the week. I want to go with my nephew. I want to go with my nephew. Where? He is horstable. He's
1: ranting about his nephew right now, is how I'm reading this.
0: He is oh, okay. I want to go with my nephew. He's horstable. Instead, <laughs> what's up with coffee shops closing at 9 p.m.? What about us with ADHD needing that fix before bed? I have a problem, but the world is about me. Welcome to the Tyrone Show, starring Jim Carrey.
1: Uh, Greg, are you a coffee at night person? Uh I will do a decaf after dinner on occasion uh but i'm after after the the coffee carafe is empty i switch to tea for the day basically is the play
0: Um, is that when you started graying or did that happen before
1: it uh these are unrelated things uh i don't i also don't look at myself in the mirror um which is related to so many things uh (laughs) So I do think though, like there is room in the market for a coffee shop after nine. Like, what are you doing?
0: I mean, I used to live all hours at a, essentially a coffee shop in college. I don't Yeah.
1: So uh, Horst or maybe after Horst, you know, he takes his first overall pick money and opens an all night coffee shop near Tyrone. And, uh, they end up, Connecting over that, you know, I do like the idea. Two that adversaries that grow to have a respect for one another, like you. If and Horst
0: opened a coffee shop, it would be open from noon to four
1: a.m., and yeah. everything in it would get broken every day. <laughs> <laughs> All of the the coffee mugs and everything would get broken every day. There would just be new shipments showing up. All right, next up, Thomas Zambiasi asks, Hogart and Akins are back.
0: Can we just sim to basketball season?
1: Good question. Yeah, why can't we just jump ahead?
0: Yeah, it'd be great. But I, 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 we'll either be very happy going into basketball season or we'll be welcoming it with open arms.
1: And so the pain or joy will be good for us. I mean, if you're top three, why not just sim the whole basketball season too? Let that thing roll. See what happens. <laughs>
0: Roll to the end that's fair uh we would, then we wouldn't be distracted by the minute distribution
1: yes yes <laughs> we'd just see the be end result saved. we'd be saved that
0: uh next up from Thomas Zampiasi what's your favorite college sports conspiracy theory regardless of how realistic it is
3: ooh. Do you have something for this
1: ooh blue wall. that's that's probably it good I work mean, the, Good work, Mike Jones. the number
0: of Michigan State alum there that are just
1: actively fucking
0: our university at every turn?
1: Yeah, apparently like uh Steve Dice DC Dice whatever his name is.
0: Uh do you oh, have do you have one though like I mean I,
2: uh like I can't think of a I mean yeah.
1: we we just We've given birth to a number of conspiracy theories on this uh, podcast about like what NBC was up to, what Alan Haller knew. Is he angling for a job at the network?
0: <laughs> yeah, all right, folks. let's go on to LinkedIn and see what job openings are available at Comcast right now <laughs> uh
1: next up from Thomas. uh, which bug would you rather didn't exist? mosquitoes or ticks oh wow i think this is easy this is mosquitoes i I think you got to go mosquitoes yeah i think because just malaria kills so many people worldwide that if humanity found out that you were given this option and you didn't choose mosquitoes they would be like that blood is on your hands now congratulations and,
0: and with ticks like you know where they're gonna be generally speaking what kinds of areas have their infestation They're far more preventable with permethrin, like, yeah. Yeah. All the way. And mosquitoes are more annoying by a lot. Uh, Next up, Jerbear. So I saw a vanity uh, license plate, Detroit Tigers English D logo plate, and then custom Santis, that's DeSantis, uh, as the number. My question, how sad do you think that person is? (laughs) Well, they're not going to the happiest place on earth, I'll tell you that.
1: No, they're not. And uh, I don't... I don't think that that person and I would be fast friends, N- not only because they chose that specific license plate, but because they put that much effort into a, a license plate at all. I think is probably. Yeah, it's probably
0: it's going to be real rough if he doesn't win and just sort of fades into the
1: background. Oh, God. And they've got to continue to have that uh, license plate. It's, it's like the whole bumper stickers, man, like get a magnet. Come on. Yeah.
0: Uh, all right. Next up, the key scheme. Uh, you have to live life as either Tucker or Izzo for a year. Which do you pick?
1: Oh, Tucker by a mile.
0: Are you yeah. serious?
1: <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. Not even close. Tucker by a mile. <laughs> oh, dude. Can you imagine being Tom Izzo? People would wonder, like, why did Tom Izzo retire today out of nowhere? <laughs> And the answer would be because uh Grooch is him right now, and you just cannot handle it. It's awful. Yeah.
0: He just needed to get away from Steven. Uh <laughs> uh next up from the Kiske, what would be funnier, Tucker wearing Izzo's elf sweater or Izzo wearing Tucker's swaggiest fit?
1: Easily the second one. Yes. <laughs> Easily the second one. Can you imagine Izzo with like camo like a full camo Nike get up and like or one of his J suits even like, yes.
0: Yeah. Uh, it still looks his best when, um, it looks like Jay Wright picked out his outfit, <laughs> which is still an iteration on. Okay. So yeah, no, it's, it's easily the second. This is great.
1: I want to say though, Keesky. Yeah. Keesky's bringing it out right on. now. Great questions. <laughs> Uh and finally from the key ski, you were lost in the woods. Which of you is the most useless? Does Plum have his Jeep? Are Jeeps that useful in the woods? Like truly. I don't know. How useful is a Jeep really off the road? Uh
0: Jeep guys will tell you. <laughs> Very useful.
1: I remember there was a little documentary series called Jurassic Park. Maybe you've heard of that. <laughs> and one of the IT guys was trying to leave the island in his Jeep. and he got eaten by a dinosaur so i'm gonna go with mike jones because you would use your gardening wisdom to tell us which berries we can eat and then eventually we would tire of that and murder and eat you and then we'd be rescued
0: that assumes i didn't feed you berries that would kill you
1: so I don't I think you're playing moves ahead like that. I think you'd be so pleased with yourself that you've identified <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's bears. right.
0: <laughs> All right. Next up is Tuck Drip, coming, aka Johansson Sven. Uh, how many signatures do we need on the petition for this? Um, in our inherently audio format, we are going to describe Rushmore.
1: <laughs> this truly with, must be seen to be believed. With I believe is it Roosevelt <laughs> who's been replaced. Yeah, that's on. I mean, he's not on there anymore. So if Roosevelt was that was on there, I I can never remember the fourth one. Is it Teddy who's on there? I mean, they put it in South Dakota for a reason. Yeah, it's not important what it is. Anyway, so what
0: we need to say is that Washington, Jefferson, Izzo, Lincoln,
1: Lincoln, (laughs) Uh, and I like to think it's labeled Izzo for people that don't know. I like to think that that's also etched. Into Mount Rushmore. The word Izzo underneath. Uh,
0: I love it. I love the question. Uh, and how many signatures? There are not enough in this world to make that happen, unfortunately. But uh, maybe we could etch them out of the side of Breslin. Matt Ishbia would pay for that. Yes, he would. Yes, he would.
1: They're probably working on it already. Mm-hmm. They're working on the full-size Spartan statue, but it's Tom Izzo. And it doesn't see over the stadium because it's a little guy. <laughs> next up from dan Hellpepper. pepper uh when he's on one of his, one about when he's on one about max christie's new reality show or something should it be called a plum dinger or plum hinged Ooh. is this true does max christie have a new reality show
0: I, assume I think the or something includes, it means it's not.
1: Yes. I assume that this is a joke. There's no one out there seeking out Max Christie for television. I'm confirming. I would call it plum hinged. I think plum hinged is yeah. the one. If he makes a good wise apple, that's a plum dinger. But when mm. he gets on a rant, that's plum hinged. Next from Dan Hellpepper. What's the deal with the guy in my neighborhood who's painted his potato cannon? Asterisk. <laughs> potato cannon olive drab mounted it on a little carriage and parked it in his yard by a flagpole in the manner of a civil war cannon in a park a potato cannon is exactly like it sounds like i tried to build a potato a potato cannon one time it did not work out i i'm not an engineer uh i'm not a ballistics expert <laughs> as it turns out uh
0: what's the deal with it your guy sounds like a lot of fun
1: yeah you should make friends with him Mm-hmm. He probably would be friends with this old English D e. Santos guy. Uh, they would hit it off. So you I would ask him his
0: too. feelings about things. Uh, yeah. Next up uh, from Dan Hellpepper. What's something about another Big Ten school you were legitimately jealous of? I'll go first if it's OK. Yeah, uh, I am jealous of Minnesota. Uh, they're in a legit city like yeah. that's that's cool. Yes. Yeah. Like, that's actually cool. I mean, it's a wildly different experience, and I, you know, God
1: knows I love East Lansing, but, like, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, I'm legit envious of both Indiana and Wisconsin's student uh, unions. Indiana's is beautiful. It's like a castle on a hill. And uh, Wisconsin's sells beer and cheese curds, which is uh, better than what ours sells, which is a spirit shop. And I should be nice to the union right now, um, but still, uh, those are things that I'm legit jealous of. Um,
0: word, uh, I a word on the street is that um, uh, the art festival was recently in East Lansing? And, yeah, and yeah. that like people were out and about in spaces that it's been a minute for people to be out and about around. That's nice. Yeah, so
1: I'm happy about that. It's good. I uh, missed that. Yeah, uh, I was not here that weekend, so
0: probably for the best. I would avoid yeah. that weekend as well. Uh, next up, Andrew K. Gardner asks: uh, Here's a fun question: Is this drive sequence a real drive that uh, a, that actually happened in the Michigan State v Minnesota game in 2022, or was it generated by Chat GPT? <laughs> uh, Michigan State receives the kickoff and starts on their own 25-yard line. First down, shotgun formation, run play up the middle for a gain of three yards by the running back. Second and seven, play action pass, but the quarterback's pass is tipped at the line of scrimmage and falls incomplete. Third and seven, shotgun formation, quarterback scrambles, but is sacked for a loss of six. Fourth and 13 punt attempt, but the punter mishits the ball, resulting in a short punt that barely reaches midfield. Minnesota takes over at their own 49-yard line. The tip here for me is Behringer. Yeah, it's impossible. that would be really surprising to me.
1: Well, chat GPT, you'll remember, was uh, trained on data from before 2021. And that would have been t- the time that Behringer was not invited back on the team. <laughs> mm-hmm. So chat GPT doesn't know who our punter is. And it was impossible. Sadly. Yes, was sadly. Uh, and it's impossible that such a thing would happen. So I'm going to go chat GPT on this. Um but but the first yeah, three section, drives were legitimate data. Very believable <laughs> in the large language model, very believable. Next up from John Hubbard, speaking of plum hinged, this is multiple tweets long. Ready to have your minds blown. I've uncovered important evidence that Kenneth Walker continues to subvert MSU football. He's left his MSU commitment pinned to his Twitter, which was on one Oh no! the day nefarious forces declared to be the new 1776 and a national reset. After setting up our expectations in 2021, the following season was a disaster. Just two days ago, the quote, Seattle Seahawks released an article titled, quote, Kenneth Walker III full speed ahead in year two, a storm. It's coming and we need to be ready. Right, that's a pretty good K drop there. The the commitment on 1621. I mean He's ready for the storm, all right. It the is, storm is it, coming.
0: It is, it is. I celebrate I celebrate January sixth. <laughs> 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 Next up, Mamopoli. It's Pride Month. Which began after the Stonewall riots in 1969. Didn't she do this last year in Greenwich Village and spread around the world honoring the movement of LGBT honoring, Anuring, Sorry, the movement of LGBT rights and celebrating LGBT culture. What segment will the podcast add this month for promoting LGBTQI advancement
1: in sports? Well, we we started by kicking off our uh, representation of the of uh, of the community. And mm-hmm. resenting him publicly on the mm-hmm. podcast deserved belittling even much deserved um and that's it. we did it. Pride month we did <laughs> nailed it This is the Pride month episode, this one right here <laughs>
0: that's right uh uh next up from apole, tis the season for power outages <laughs> Susan. <laughs> all over the place man
1: tis the the, season for- it's pride month which means power outages
0: <laughs> tis the season for power outages with AC units powered up is there a time you recall the power going out that was so inopportune and did you, did you and or do you have an emergency kit with flashlights and candles readily available bonus points how much gas is in your car tank right now Okay, Susan, that last part is weird. Uh Kevin, I have a question for you. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah, Michael. So, yeah, hit me. Uh
0: did you did you grow up on a on a well or on city water?
1: City water. I'm a city okay, water so boy.
0: If you lost power, you didn't lose water. Correct. Correct. Yeah. So uh um, believe i I will answer that um I remember at times in like middle school and high school losing power for days on end um, and having to go to the town rec center to be able to bathe because
1: there just was no water. Because as soon as the storm was coming, you started filling up the bathtub for drinking water for the, for the week, for the duration of time.
0: No, we just used the toilet
1: for that. (laughs) Delicious. And then I got a taste for it.
0: (laughs) That's all I drink. (laughs) People think I'm drinking alcohol, it's just canned toilet water. It's, it's
1: just toilet water, baby. Yeah. Uh, so that's toilet
0: wine. Toilet wine is a delicacy in this asshole. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I live on the edge. I live in a food desert house. Uh if the if we lost power to the fridge, wouldn't lose a whole lot. The, no need to call the insurance company about this. <laughs> I I feel like you would um
0: So I have I have freeze-dried meals in the basement.
1: Mm. Um MREs. Yeah, well, this, no. They're just backpacking. This is your doomsday prepping uh, that you're doing here? It's it's three days. It's hardly crazy
0: that I would have some sustenance.
1: Maybe we available. get over the, the doomsday really quick. Maybe it's just like a three-day kind of window.
0: Or maybe I'm just dead if it's doomsday, and if, yeah. if for minor
1: inconveniences, I have some food. Why don't you ever make movies about that? The people that are like, <laughs> oh, it's the zombie apocalypse. Bye, everyone. Roll credits. <laughs> I
0: I really would love to make a movie like full blockbuster production that's like a war movie, and in the in the first battle, just pop right in the head and roll credits. Roll Everyone credits.
1: sit up and think about what you've seen here today <laughs> for two hours.
0: <laughs> uh, anyway, I, I'm surprised you don't, um, as a Soylentman, uh, that you don't have like a, an emergency stash of some kind.
1: There's always Soylent in the walls. <laughs> so in the walls. There's uh, always Soylent in the banana stand. That's all right. right. We spent way too much time on this question. Yeah, Spartan Stadium is 100 years old this year. Originally dedicated Macklin Field in honor of a football coach. Who would you name the field after now, knowing all the history that has come before you? Don't you dare even think of anyone that begins with the letter I.
0: Especially targeted to Plum. Um, I, I will, just as a quick aside, uh, well, not a quick aside.
1: And so you can't look past the winningest football coach. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I would name it uh, Luana K. Simon Field at Jewel Ferguson Stadium. That's what I would name it. What about the Mark Hollis Event Center? Ha ha ha! Uh, next up for Mr. Nautic Pants, if Listerine sponsored your show, what would the readings be like? We just gargle. <laughs> gargle.
3: Yes, thank you.
1: <laughs> if MSU loses to Central or Richmond, what will be your involuntary physical reaction? Just there will writing. be bloodletting on the pod. <laughs> I have been in the stadium for a Central loss. It turned out that Central had Antonio Brown and J.J. Watt on their team during that game. So, <laughs> maybe we take a little bit of a pass. And finally, if uh, this, and this is a reference to uh, to uh, Mel statements that Mel Tucker has made. If this horse shit podcast. No, with, is this? Is this a horse shit podcast with horse shit listeners?
0: Uh, certainly a horseshit podcast.
1: Yeah. Uh, I,
0: I like our listeners though; they're great.
1: I'd say maybe horsed.
0: Sure. Yeah, uh, Tyrone. Um, yeah, Tyrone.
2: Yeah.
1: And finally, the upper deck. Oh, you know, him too. Yes. The upper deck, Shai. What's the most embarrassing things that has happened to you that you will reveal on the pod?
0: I've talked about failing Spanish. So, yes, you have. I, I don't, I don't know that brutal. I can go I That's don't a brutal know that one. I can do worse than that.
1: Uh I mean, he asked the question, so I've got to answer it, right? I mean, my whole life is an embarrassment. Uh um, I, I thought for serious. sure you were going to
0: go back to the well. I thought <laughs> you for
1: sure were going to go back to the well. Well, it's it's not embarrassing. I like that one. <laughs> Yep, right. Um, I mean, there are just certain things that, like, you always, like things that you've said over time that you just think about. Uh, I say very dumb things occasionally. Listeners will be surprised to to hear that that that's true. Um, there's just been it's such a constant stream of humiliation that there's nothing, there's no one thing that stands out to me right now. But there's that time you left your bed.
0: And moved to my bed, and and insisted that that was a normal thing that was happening.
1: Um, he asked what embarrassing things are. Uh, not, not, not just not just hitting on me. Yeah, not right, shots true. shot that that were not that did not hit. Um, next up, why is Jonesy the way that he is? Did he get hurt at some point? Again, just a constant stream of humiliations.
0: <laughs> Every time you log on, just humiliated by being yep. near me. Um, yep. uh, last, what is the worst place to which Plum has traveled? Uh, yes, that, Adding, is yes right. that is phrased properly. I don't know it is phrased properly. I, am I missing a joke here?
1: I think Upper Deck Jerk is styling on you right now. I think this is another one of your embarrassments. Just well, trust the Upper Deck Jerk guy, man. Why wouldn't you? All right. Uh,
0: I'm going to go. I'm going to answer for him here. Nepal. What can, what, yeah, let's get him in trouble. Nepal. It's easily <laughs> Nepal. <laughs> Micronesia. Uh,
1: <laughs> he wouldn't <laughs> yeah. shut up about how much he hated the people there.
0: The really culture. wish he could. What's the opposite of peace? He wanted to be. Yeah. Uh, do that. The war core. The, the war core.
1: The war core exists. There are five different versions of the war corps here in America. Did you
0: forget about the Space
1: Force? I, did I? I thought I included it. Air Force, Marines, Army, Coast Guard, Space Force. Maybe. Navy. Is is the Coast Guard a war corps? Like, has the Coast Guard ever fired around? So-
0: Fun fact, technically, the the Coast Guard is, uh, I believe, a law enforcement agency. Okay. Um, So I did
1: remember the Space Force. Thank you very much. And
0: technically, I believe, I don't want to get hit by Nate C. Or the ghost of my grandfather. I technically think the Marines are technically part of the Navy.
1: I think they were at one point, yeah. But uh, they might not be anymore. I'm going to Google this now so you can cut it. Now make them listen.
2: Yes.
0: The Marines operate as a part of the Department of Navy. I felt really scared on that one. That's why, that's why there's uh, the the Navy men and the, the Marines don't like each other very much. Yeah. they're siblings.
1: Anyway. Uh, Greg, I don't know if this has been a good episode, but it has been a lot of <laughs> it has been an episode. Maybe this is the most embarrassing thing in my life, is this episode of, of Can't Read, Can't Write. Uh,
0: but I I think one thing we didn't say is that we hope maybe possibly that there's gonna be a commitment by the time we talk to you all next week, um, which would be exciting. But until then, uh Gregors, go green.
1: Go white!